Welcome to How I Grew My Practice, the podcast where health professionals share the behind the scenes stories of how they built a thriving practice. Each episode will uncover surprising challenges, victories, and life lessons learned throughout their journeys. Let's get started. Welcome to How I Grew My Practice, a podcast presented by NextHealth. I'm your host, Alec Goldman. In this episode, we have Daniel Sosa, CEO of OM Performance Marketing, and Amber Niche, their VP of Business Development and also former CMO of Community Dental. They are here to discuss DSO Performance Marketing and the importance of online patient scheduling. Daniel, Amber, it's so good to see you both. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Great. Doing great. Super Thanks happy. for having us. Yeah, same here. Super happy to be here and excited to uh, jump in with you guys. This is our first uh, episode where we're doing three people being myself in the both of you two. Um, so very excited to kind of just have the conversation live with both of you um, on the specific topic. But before jumping in, it'd be really great if both of you guys can do an intro. Daniel, we'll start with you um, running performance marketing. You give a bit of background on who you are and kind of how you ended up in the space. And then I think it's really interesting, Amber, how you ended up joining uh, Daniel. So Daniel, let's start with you and then Amber will get right over to you. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. So Daniel Sosa, I'm the CEO of OM Performance Marketing. Um, and what we do is we create measurable patient acquisition systems for DSOs. Um, the reason I ended up in this space, actually, my firm specialized in med tech and, health, and fintech. So really like B2B SaaS marketing. Through that work, we ended up working with a DSO, obviously really large, sexy industry and realized the state of digital in that industry was what I call, what I like to say is 10 years behind. Um, and very often it's what I call checkbox marketing, PPCs, SEOs, review management. It's just very much that sense. And we wanted to bring our proven framework and expert marketing execution into this slow moving industry to, to help like elevate the the baseline and and really that's what we're trying to do and bring performance marketing and attribution based marketing to the dso space really cool amber welcome yeah so i have the the privilege had the privilege of working for community dental partners as you said i was the chief marketing officer there for a few years but sort of built um my career in marketing there and one of the things that as the world evolved and marketing shifted and changed, I needed to build an entire digital marketing platform at CDP for patient acquisition. And actually we needed support with recruiting as well, which was another place that we were um, struggling at the time when I was a CMO. And so it gave me the opportunity to understand what I needed and what results I needed. And it was always patience and patience in the door, but needed to create a digital foundation, worked with a couple of different groups and ended up um, discovering Daniel with OM and came in and he built something really awesome with me and with the team. And we really worked together, worked with our other partners, as you guys are well familiar. And we'll talk about that some today too, but really gave me the opportunity to understand what it could be like to be supported by a digital marketing agency that had evolved past where we were in the digital, in, in the digital space and in the dental industry. And so as things evolved at CDP, I was excited looking for some opportunities to grow and really felt such benefit from what OM had brought to me as a leader that I wanted to kind of package that partner with Daniel and say, how can we take what we built out to other industry leaders? Because I knew how desperately we needed that. I knew how desperately other leaders would benefit from the, the products and the and the reporting and the strategies that we had built. And so in the last couple of months, we decided to 
partner together and see if we can't uh, go bring some awesome support to the DSO groups. So that's where we're at today. That's how we came here. Yeah, I think it's a really unbelievable story. Obviously, as a CMO of a large DSO, um, mm -hmm. going through the process of finding, you know, agency after agency, yep. agencies always make their promises, kind of will communicate a very similar playbook about what to do from a paid uh, perspective, organic, social, what are you doing for reviews? Again, uh, I think Daniel had a nice framework for it calling just like checkbox marketing. Mm -hmm. But Amber, you ended up moving from agency to agency, I guess, what was it um, working with OM that made you recognize that they were the right company that fit community at the time? Yeah, a couple of things really stood out about my relationship with OM. One is that we were aligned on the same results metrics. A lot of groups that I had experience with or I had interviewed and decided not to go with really got excited about metrics that they came up with and they created and they wanted me to be excited about it. It was, you know, simple things like impressions or leads or we generated this many phone calls, but none of that mattered to me if it didn't translate into appointments on the book. And OM was really aligned with, we are going to work until we can all talk about appointments on the book. And what is that going to take to get us there? So I think that was the first major alignment. And then the second one had a lot to do with OM's um, consistency and desire to, and willingness to project manage really articulately through the process so that our integration was really smooth. And the promises that were made up front, you know, in those big sales pitches up front of all the cool things we're going to do for you, somebody has to project manage that and make sure that all the tasks get done to execute on that. And, and Daniel and his team do a remarkable job of, of owning the project management of that piece. And it brought so much support and clarity and even training to me. It was a new space for me. And so they, they were willing to kind of sit in it with me and, and train. And so I would say those three uh, key things were, were critical to our relationship and what made me ultimately choose them, stay with them, and then come decide to hang out with them. Uh, it sounds like... Uh, maybe there was some convincing there, but it does sound like kind of the proof is in the pudding with what Daniel was doing at Community. Mm -hmm. Daniel, obviously that speaks volumes. It would be really awesome today if you can kind of walk us through your playbook that you're deploying for DSOs and what was it from a very literal perspective that made Amber feel so uh, att both attended to, but also uh, created results for Community? Yeah. Um... I might even have some visuals for us, but I think the fundamental piece before I get into visuals is um, something that I'm sure even you guys experience at Next Health, which um, we call it pipeline-based reporting and pipeline-based feedback loop, right? Or, or patient-based feedback loop where mm -hmm. there's so much, and the, I blame the platforms, right? The Google ads and Facebook ads for getting us obsessed with conversion data. Um, we're really, we need to start working our way back and, and, and letting that feedback loop come from customer data. Um, so we're not optimizing for leads or for conversions because with today's technology, conversions are, are simple. I can create Facebook lead ads and get you a ton of emails in your CRM or your patient management system, right? Getting people in the door and add to production is very difficult. And if we really begin with that data set and have that guide our execution, whether it's organic marketing or paid marketing or, 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 or social media marketing, um, you're going to be able to influence the difficult metric 
and provide data back to the company to make decisions. And that's really the core of what we do is we want to make sure that we're starting with the things that move the needle um, and letting that drive our digital strategy because we want to bring patients in the door. Is it cool if I bring up some visuals? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so one of my favorite things to talk about is an internal framework that we've created here at OM called the Convert Framework. And this is really what we deploy at companies. Um, and it's a fundamentals-based approach to building measurable and scalable patient acquisition systems. And that begins with a lot of what people skip. It's too easy to go straight to more money at Google Ads and more money at Facebook Ads. We want to have your fundamentals of digital and your analytics in a really, really strong place. Once you have effective reporting and effective feedback loop, we work in the in-market patient acquisition, right? That's your Google ads, your Facebook ads, like the tools to capture those people that are actively looking for their next dental visit. When you have a healthy foundation, when you have the tools to capture people that have, that are in demand, we work with our partners to create demand, right? Create patient demand. That's your content strategies, your SEO strategies. How do you, your branding strategies, how do you get some... We have a healthy foundation, then have the tools to capture demand, have the tools to create demand. So then like really creative and strategic marketing happens because you have a complete measurable tool set to work inside of. Um, and then it, it just becomes taking campaigns or concepts or new product releases and pushing them through that framework. And really what we want to do is help people build these systems so they can be more scalable. And when you're more scalable in the DSL space, you're either set up to grow and effectively roll into bigger organizations or have such a healthy system that you can even roll in other organizations since your organization really seamlessly. And we want to be that type of company that's fundamentally sound so you can be as scalable as you need to be to hit the next level in your business. Um, does that make sense? Clear to me. Um, wanted to double check uh, integrated patient acquisition and reporting. Yep. No, I don't want to get too far ahead. I know that there's also kind of just going through like all the metrics in the funnel. Yeah. But something that we kind of mentioned in the DSO performance marketing bit, um, just like the, the topic for today, also includes mm -hmm. online booking. And I think something that is historically a problem is that when you're focused on conversion in leads, you're really focusing on email. But in order to focus on getting patients in seats, you need to create additional metrics. Yep. Right. So one way that uh, I know that you guys, we've partnered together collectively with community, but also what you're doing with tons of DSOs is leveraging technology that would be known as kind of a patient experience platform where you're mm -hmm. leveraging things like online booking reminders, even things like forms to understand all the different touch points to get them in the seat. Mm -hmm. So wanted to kind of go through the, uh, not just the framework here, but also the literal details of what that actually looks like. Yeah, this is my favorite topic. Um, and we have some kind of industry data that we've pulled from, from various partners to show. Um, and what I, I love this topic because it's easy, especially in the marketing world, there's so much marketing jargon to talk mm -hmm. about high level marketing. And again, PPC and, and Google ads and Facebook ads and all these things, but 
what does it actually look like? How do agencies or partners collaborate? How do we use tools like NextHealth to bring and create measurable and scalable marketing systems, right? Um, so what you see here is a real example of how we do that and how we get down to measurable results for our partners. Um, and to waterfall this a little bit, what you're seeing here, uh, this sample set is from a group that has about 80 locations and we have very top level data. How many total appointments are we getting? What's our cost per acquisition through paid channels? Um, how are we trending towards our production goals? And obviously at a very high level, how are we trending this in the direction that we want it to go? Um, and in this example, you're seeing our cost per acquisition going down month over month, our total appointments going up or staying steady. And this is a really interesting data set because this happened during uh, post COVID when money kind of tightened up and our goal was to be able to decrease spend while maintain patient volume. But to get into a really tactical collaboration with our partners, um, it goes a layer deeper where we understand, as I mentioned before, that the feedback loop starts at patient scheduled, not at platform conversions. So what you're seeing here is how we're working hand in hand with the operations team. And we kind of see us and them as the revenue team. Our goal is to drive revenue and drive production inside these practices to track top level metrics, right? Clicks, direct online appointments through Next Health, total inbound calls, all these things that we influence through, di through digital. Um, and then waterfall that into what is actually happening at the practice level. So not only are we saying, hey, we got you all this direct online bookings, pay us more money. Um, how many of those are becoming opportunities and how many of those are actually scheduled in the books? Um, and I'll stop in just a bit, but what makes this really powerful, especially when you have a ton of locations and you're trying to build these scalable organizations, um, it's a lot of decision-making, a lot of budgeting decision-makings and prioritization. So right now I'm filtered by cost per acquisition. Right, so you can see out of all these locations, these are the, the lower performing locations. Um, our marketing metric, which is what percentage of leads schedule is low and our sales metrics. So what percentage of those leads or those opportunities actually schedule and get on the books is low. And the outcome is this is our highest CPA across all the locations. Mm -hmm. um, where alternatively, you have a bunch of healthy ones down here, which are 20, $30, very high performing locations. Um, and some of these numbers are grayed out, but we push that all the way through to production. So we set monthly production goals per practice and we, we work against those goals. And it's, it's really effective patient acquisition and really effective data that helps leadership and marketing leadership decide how to take action, how to be strategic. We're not just a group that operates independently that runs your PPC and SEO, right? Um, we're a group that's working hand in hand with the operations team to make sure that we're effectively growing revenue inside an organization. Um, and I think that is not just what we do and what our framework is built on. Mm -hmm. I think this is a requirement in today's business. Like if we're, if your partner is not deeply focused on real business growth, that's misalignment in a partnership and a strong partnership needs alignment. Yeah, I'd add to that too. Yeah. As, a leader, 
um, Alec, I think one of the things that gets missed in the in the mark is that everybody wants to look at their individual sort of department or siloed level metrics, right? So you're at risk of, let's just say, um, the marketing team is like, hey, look at all these leads we got you. Can give me more money, I'll get you more leads. But if we're not collaborating with, are those leads yielding actual appointments? Are we giving folks the opportunity to either schedule online directly, which is gonna absolutely increase your lead conversion rates, right? Um, are we answering those calls? And then to the point, are we, are we measuring whether or not that's a quality lead? I just had a great conversation with another DSO leader. It was like, look at this marketing company. What, how would you analyze this data? They're bringing me, we give them more money, they get us more leads. Why aren't our patients every month going up? I'm like, yeah, there's a disconnect. We gotta go in and analyze where is the breakdown? Are you not answering your phones? Are we shoving a bunch of leads to you and nobody's answering the phones? The answer to that is 30, 40% of the time, that's true, that the phones aren't even being answered. Are you looking at the data to connect the journey all the way through? And if you don't have time to answer your phones, make sure that they can direct online book, right? But are your teams answering those calls and getting a bunch of bad robot sales calls? Somebody has to be able to tell the marketing team, your lead is not a quality lead. Otherwise, the marketing group is just sitting back there going, my metrics are awesome. We're crushing it. Look at all the leads we sent you. And that, if we look at metrics individually, that is a high risk situation where it's like, well, hey, it's not our fault. It's your fault. You got to answer the phone or you're not doing this right. But we need that feedback loop that something like this creates so that marketing and operations is communicating together to watch that process all the way through to help ensure that every step of the way is healthy which I think is yeah, critical. I mean, dentistry is such a local business. So for a DSO, essentially they need to be managing a marketing department per location, not generically over all of the locations as mm -hmm. even take a look at this type of dashboard in front of you, given if you have a high CPA and low production, your actions at that specific location are gonna be fundamentally different from a location that has a much lower CPA but a different production number, right? So you really need to be granular about each of the of the recommendations and, and suggestions you're making at the practice level, not at the DSO level. Yeah, for sure. And I think the only way to get to that is is something like this. When you don't have the, the visibility into each location and how you're performing in each location, what the outcome is, you are making these top level, broad sweeping decisions that may work for some and may totally fail for others. And you don't even know, right? You don't know what's happening because you're just making these sweeping decisions and, and just running these marketing campaigns, right? We're all going to run an advertisement for $50 this or in every practice in the DSO is going to do it. But without metrics and, and systems set up like this, you won't be able to, to tell whether that's working for that practice and it's solving the problems in that location, which I think is is a myth that's pretty frequently um, created. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think one, just one last thing I wanna show here is just to flip what you said, Alec, um, at the execution level, at my level, to be effective, I need to be able to break down this location specific, like you mentioned, um, but at the DSO level, the organization needs to be able to make sound decisions. And when you're doing checkbox marketing, you don't actually have that ability. And the example that I'm showing here 
in this case study, we highlight a pretty unique metric, which is decrease in budget. Um, mm -hmm. Anyone that, <laughs> that was in business in the last three years probably experienced what this example experienced where budgets went through the roof during COVID. Um, and then there was a need to decrease budget at money kind of tightened up. And to decrease budget when you're a high growth, high flying organization can be a very risky thing to do. Um, and if you don't deeply understand your patient acquisition metrics, um, it's a very difficult decision to make. And again, with this client, we were able to drive huge decreases in budget while continuing our increase in effectiveness and keep patient acquisition while reducing costs and giving the leadership the ability to say, okay, let's incrementally drop 5% month or a month to get to where we need to be um, and know that they can do that without putting too much risk on the business. And I think this is part of that need for marketing to be and marketing partners to be integrated with the DSO or the dental group. It's, it's a function of business and can't operate as a fully external disconnected partner. It needs to just be a core part of the business, the same as clinical or operations are. Amber, did you want to add anything there? Yeah, it just makes me think of just because of my experience um, that, that when we were in the throes of things like this, we were able to even in locations where staffing was a challenge, in locations where getting a doctor in was a challenge, we were able to be the partner that said, hey, we actually can help you understand what will happen in marketing if we drop some spend. And it, in fact, it actually may lower your, your patient numbers, but that's kind of what you need right now. You need to slow down patient flow because operationally you can't handle it or you, you got to slow down spending because you know we don't have a doctor, but three days a week, right? We had some locations that were open different days and things like that. So the power of the, the systems that we built enabled very strategic leadership decisions to be made that genuinely two, three years ago, we would not have been able to make. That's what I love about digital marketing and the data that we're able to collect through that is we can really get smart and make strong strategic decisions that support the entire business. When, like Daniel said, your, your team is a part of your business. It's a partner in your business and not just an outside vendor that sits over on the side and isn't integrated with your, your overall KPIs. So I think again, and it, it does sound unique the way that the framework and the literal details of the dashboard that you're providing VSOs. But it also, that dashboard is contingent, not just on the big platforms and running ad campaigns and doing things through Google, Facebook, et cetera, but you're also contingent on really making sure that you understand the patient data that ultimately lives in an online scheduling tool or an EHR. So it means that a lot of your business is contingent on selecting and working with the right partners. How do you guys kind of think about vendor selection as it's a, such a fundamental part of your own success? Yeah, I think for us when we, cause I did a lot of vendor selecting conversations, right? I had a lot of opportunity to do that. And one that was really important to us was an open API, right? That we could integrate and work well with one another and grab data that we needed that may not be essential to what that business function was for the vendor, but we needed it to help us do things like create reports like we just did. Um, and also that was able to serve us with 
again, similar to pro the project management, the willingness to complete the things that you promised we were going to do up front and collaborate with other partners. For me, when the collaboration with Next Health and OM was succinct, um, conversations were happening that I didn't even have to be in the room for, right? Because everybody was willing to kind of connect with each other and, and put things in place to give me the information that I needed. So I would say those were two strong ones. Daniel, what would you add to that as you, as we think about that from the OM side? Yeah. Um, it's an interesting question in that I can get into both the technical needs and expectations, but to me, all that is driven by my goal of meeting today's consumer expectations. Um, and today's consumer expectations are a great user experience, integrated integrations. So all their information and needs can be done effectively and analytics. So that experience can continually get better and better for them. Mm -hmm. So what I'm looking for, whether it's a phone system that we implement with DSOs or the online scheduling system like Next Health, is are we able to do these things that, in my opinion, are fundamental to modern effective patient acquisition and modern effective patient experiences? Um, and again, it's user experience. Is online booking or online scheduling and, and that process clunky and outdated or is it, is it up to date and, and meets the expectations that we expect? Does it have the proper integration so it it allows us to operate holistically in, with all our tool sets? Mm -hmm. um, and for me as a digital marketer, analytics is extremely important. Um, so much money goes into marketing and digital marketing. And if I can't effectively track that, I might as well go back to putting up billboards and TV ads because that's the only difference. The, the key benefit right. of digital marketing today is that there's data that allows me to optimize and get more effective in real time. Um, and I don't want to keep plugging Next Health, but what Next Health has done really well, me as an analytics geek, is their Google Tag Manager integration is super strong. Um, so we're able to pull so much data through every booking to get better, not just isolate conversions, but isolate conversions that have um, the type of insurance structures that we like or, or different payment structures that we like and really optimize for the perfect customer for this specific DSO. Um, and I think those are things that I'm looking for when looking for technology vendors. We're at the 26 minute mark and I don't want to end on too optimistic of a note because I know that the last, if you were to say, where are we in the DSO market? Your, you know, opening statement was that we're lagging, but obviously OM marketing is doing a great job, not only winning over customers, but you're able to take customers and almost bring them to your own team with Amber. What does, what's on the next front for OM? How are you guys improving your business? What are you kind of think is the next few years of, uh, integrating new technology into your offering and how do you think that changes what DSOs should be looking at? Um, I'll kick this one off and what I'm looking for today or in the next few years is not so much, um, continued integration of new technology. It's how do we, what I'm trying to do is elevate the state of it as a whole. It's, it's, you know, it's easy to imagine what the next iteration of next health will look like, but the reality is too many, too many dental groups don't even have online scheduling. So like, how are you meeting today's, how can you be customer centric if you're not doing what the customers expect? Um, mm -hmm. 
of the ones that do have scheduling, I bet 85% of them don't have conversion tracking and analytics around these tools, right? So I need, I'm like really committed to highlighting the problem that's going on in digital today and helping people get to the next level. Um, I like to say I built an industry, I, I built a business out of being the third agency people work with because it's, mm -hmm. it's the same story. And if you're not an expert, you hire the agency that does all the nice jargon and you go to the second one and then eventually you find someone like us and we actually follow, follow through and deliver. Um, so for me, V1 is let's elevate the state of, the, of digital marketing in the industry. Um, and then let's really drive expert, um, world-class digital acquisition, which is what we want to keep doing with, with companies like Next Health and some of the um, phone systems that allow us to get really, really measurable when it comes to these, these strategies that we're executing. Amber, yeah, do you want anything? Yeah, I would just add, I think one of the unique things that, that we're, we, we're pulling together at OM is is the is the DSL leadership side where uh, the partnership is great because there's all of this technical background and all of this capability that again served me so well. But another thing that I've discovered is lacking in the industry can sometimes be a deep understanding of how to run a marketing department and how to think about marketing as a strategy to the business objectives. And I think I got such a great, remarkable education at CDP with some of the strongest leaders in the industry. And so now I want the opportunity to partner with somebody and say, hey, we've got all this technology and we can really help you. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to help you build that dashboard, for example, and think about strategy and think about how to lead your department and communicate with your executive team leaders and, and really feel like I can elevate the state of, of marketing leadership in the industry as well, because I think marketing has been such a black hole for a long time. And it's like, we don't know, we're just throwing out money and we're hoping that the right thing is happening. And I really want to come in and partner with them and be a part of the team that helps all of the leaders in the space feel like they understand their role a little bit better and can serve the clinicians. At the end of the day, a DSO's sole purpose is to serve the clinical team and serve the clinicians that want to grow their businesses. And so I want to help leaders grow in their capabilities as well. And so I love the partnership that, that we can provide is there's strategy, there's vision, there's technical and tactical sort of all wrapped up in, in, in the partnership that, that Daniel and I have with the team at this point. You guys are doing great work. Um, thank you both for joining today and uh, not only talking about the team that you guys are building over at OM Marketing, but Amber also thank you for sharing your experience and working both with Next Health and OM Marketing. Mm -hmm. um, it was really awesome having you guys on the show and I'm excited to have next health join your podcast in just about a week. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for yeah, having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. And, um, like you mentioned, we have a podcast as well and one of your team members will be on next week. So check it out. And, uh, I am a huge fan of what you guys are doing at next health. So keep it up. Thanks so much guys. Awesome. Thanks.